Hello, Next Issue listeners. If you're listening to this, please come join us at the Dallas Comic Show Holiday Special, November 23rd and 24th, 2019, at the Richardson Civic Center in Richardson, Texas. Uh, we will be there at the table with the Who Needs Sleep gang, so please come by, say hi, and we hope to see you there. Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We're a group of friends that love talking comics and all that it entails. Uh, we're based out of Dallas, so you'll hear us talk about how these comics make up a part of our daily lives, including our local comic shop, conventions, and other forms of entertainment. Welcome. Says he does not like comics. Let's not go there. I, that man, I don't know where he is. He, the, first, he's bitching about the damn movies, and then he's re- bringing them back, trying to like, like it's almost like it's not like his publisher. Like, you oh, gotta be a little bit oh, nicer. I need these nerds to watch The Irishman. Hold on. <laughs> right. I need them to sit still for three and a half hours. Um, so now we're gonna shoot it over to Kyle. Uh, we're gonna kind of go through some of the new upcoming comic okay. book related so uh, TV shows. This is a list of not stuff that's out now it's stuff that's in production that's going to be coming out within the next year and a half or so this is on uh, cbr so if you guys want to go look this up you can it's called all of the dc tv series in development and production right now uh first one harley quinn dc uh, on the dc universe which is the animated one coming out november 29th so we've got a couple weeks and this is going to be coming out pretty soon i'm actually i hate to say it more jazz about this than the birds of prey movie right now after that trailer yeah i think we're gonna see a different harley quinn well and uh, it's also um Kelly Coco, who on Penny on Big Bang Theory, he's voicing her, so that's yeah. interesting. I think there, it, the one thing I saw was the Margot Robbie's trying to pull together a lot of female writers, directors, and have kind of this collective group. I've got no problem with that. No, no, yeah, I'm yeah, excited yeah. about that because then I hate see, that. No, <laughs> I just I, because like we're seeing in the Birds of Prey, you, in the title, we're gonna see a different Harley Quinn. I mean, at, the, at that trailer should have been. Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, not Birds of Prey. That's my whole thing. It's, it, I mean, she, she I, I, I didn't get enough of Huntress. I'm more looking forward to what's her name playing Huntress. I mean, I love her, and it's like, oh, um, girl from Scott Pilgrim. Oh, I always say uh, John McClane's daughter. Yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> uh, what's her freaking name? Uh, oh my God. I, okay, somebody will look it up because I can't think of it. But uh, now you look it up. Huh? Yeah. Kyle, if you're gonna, if you're gonna bad Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh yeah, she was in uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane too. And yeah. Oh, that's so and good. And she's in the in Gemini Man. Will Smith's movie. Oh, forget that. No that comment. Was, I have no, I have no interest in seeing that. I've, I've heard nothing good about that. I have movie. not read one good thing. That's because you haven't heard to my, you haven't listened to my other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> where we talked the one about guy who loves Gemini Man. Where we talked about <laughs> the Gemini podcast. Where we talked about with me and Will Smith. <laughs> No, where he goes minute by minute on the, the what happens in this film. You should do that, like uh, minute by minute of the Gemini Man. I need to watch oh. it again. <laughs> that, um, someone's already doing that. 
Well, no, uh, not Gemini Man, but uh, Richard, owner of, uh, and I listened to it. It's like, of Zeus, yeah, yeah he does. Minute by minute of the Planet of the Apes films. So hard. Yeah, but I, episode, I can't do it day, but when I do listen, I'm like, it's actually interesting because I've seen the movies. Yeah, you need, to, you need to listen to it in a group because just going through like one minute and then waiting for the next episode well, is just. It's got me wanting to do one too, hopefully someday if I have the time. Ooh, what movie? The original 1986 Transformers animated film. I get my friend Brian with me because we we can deep cut. We can we can go into that because I can recite that movie line by freaking line. Whoa! Somebody gave me a challenge one day. We were at a uh, Friday's. He goes, "But Kyle knows the whole movie." He's like, "You can I could do a one act play." We go back to the place and twenty minutes in, they're like, "Kyle, stop, stop." We know you, we we got the, we know you know this. The manager <laughs> of TGI Friday said, "We're gonna need you to stop." <laughs> <laughs> this was at TGI. This was at back at our friend's house. Oh. But Sir, this is an Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> um, if y'all had to do it for a movie, like that's Sir, his movie. I have a movie. That behavior belongs at Chili's. You get out of here. <laughs> we are a family. No, I'm terrible with dialogue. I don't think I could do it for any movie. Like, like there's no movie you could analyze minute by minute. Not not not, re- not recite. Oh, but okay. One that you would want to do like a minute. Like every episode would be a minute of that film. Oh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, I figured it was gonna be. Easy. Right. Okay. What about you? Hmm. Probably the Joker. Really? I could, I could that, that. Oh wow, that's affected you that much. It's that I new like that and movie. still that good. I like that movie. It's very good. Listen to our other episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we didn't really talk about it all and a lot of that, but we liked it. <laughs> yeah, um, Die Hard for me. I would just, I would do every Die Hard movie, <coughs> all of minute them? by minute. Yeah, even the latest one in Russia. I Are have you? learned to accept okay, that okay, that is a Die Hard movie with Bruce Willis in it. No, no, we're, we're coming down. I'm, I'm not talking about a franchise. I'm just talking about one individual film. Oh, that, yeah, oh, okay. it would just be Die Hard. Okay. Yeah. Now, whereas Richard's doing the whole franchise, that's fine, but... What franchise is he doing? The Planet, Planet of the, the Apes films. Oh, okay. They're in movie three right now. I can't wait till they get to the Mark Your Mark one. <laughs> I think they're, I think, I think they're going to... Their plan is to go through all even the new stuff. Yeah, also. I would think so. If... Okay, now I want to reverse the question. If you had to torture somebody with sitting through a minute-by-minute podcast of a film, what film would that be? Bubba Hotep. Oh, <laughs> fuck. What? No, I love that get film. Get out. Who are you? Wait, what's it called? What's it called? Bubba again? Hotep? Have you not seen Bubba know. Hotep? No, you're saying strange things to me. <laughs> I don't Bruce know. Willis is an elderly. No, uh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is an elderly Elvis Presley. With a black, uh, was it the JFK? Or yeah, he yeah, was yeah, JFK. JFK. It was. Finish uh, that sentence, please. Ru- with a Ruby, black one. Uh, JFK. JFK. Oh. It's Ozzy da- Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ozzy Davis and, thinks. And they have to take on a mummy in Western gear. I, that all sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Where does it go wrong for you, I Adrian? Know, please if, tell me. If how did this uh, get made hasn't if how did this get made hasn't done it, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think they've ever done that one. No, I say that. I remember, the original plan was to do Baba Honosferatu. Yeah, but they never did. I was like, yeah. Okay, worst movie that you would hate to. You know which one I? Yeah, it had to be a uh, Valkyrie. Tom Cruise movie. About yeah. the I Hitler. didn't think you really hated much. I, I walked out of that movie. That's whoa. That's the whoa. last which movie. One? I know mine. Valkyrie. By Tom. Yeah, with Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Really? It's the last movie I remember walking out of. The most previous Fantastic Four. <laughs> but the last I, half of it. You know what? The last half of I it. Would, He's going to defend it. I would, I would sit through it. Cut, I would okay, Clay. So we can do the podcast for both things. The first half of the movie is the the part we enjoyed minute by minute, and then the second half of the movie is where it just goes torture. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just goes down the so, shitter. Multifunction. Man, I've only walked out of one movie my whole life. Now that I think about that. I never actually walked out Twilight. of Twilight. Oh, okay. I was about to say, can you let us know which one? Oh, the wow. Um, yeah, but could oh, you, no, no, no. Could no. you sit through Twilight to do well, a movie? Uh, no. no I, I, me and me and my, uh, 
my best friend at the time, Travis, went to go see that movie. And of course. Ten minutes into it, I just looked at him. I'm like, I'm out. He's like, me too. And we just got up and walked out. It feels like that was the wrong demographic I, I, for I you guys. I, I, was, that, I was wrong. I don't know that that movie was intended for both of you. I, I, think one I, I know nothing about your friend, but. Mm. It was high school, sitting with the girl I was currently dating, and I think a few, two other people. We were on a double date. And it was a movie. Brag. No. no. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm saying when this, when this was, you may, you may have never heard the film, but it was uh, Kathy Bates in a movie called Dolores Claiborne. Oh, the Stephen King book. Uh, no, no, no. No, that, no, that's... Dolores Claiborne is a Stephen, Stephen King okay. story. Like, it could be. Like, he's wrote a lot of books. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I was just like... I mean, one's just uh, called It. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know The Shawshank Redemption was a book for the longest. Really? So, I mean, I don't read a lot, so... Yeah. <laughs> you don't read things that don't have pictures no. and Speaking take up the space as a word. Speaking books. Uh, <gasps> Hill House? Has anybody che- yeah, has anybody checked out some of the Hill House stuff? I, no. I bought the Basket Full of Heads mm. uh, by Joe Hill. Oh, that <laughs> it took a long time to get by Joe Hill. <laughs> oh, here's yeah. one. What movie would you do that's a guilty pleasure for you? Oh, Fast and Furious, all of them. I saw somebody in L.A. is doing a Fast and Furious musical. I'm in. I oh don't God, know if it's why? touring. I just no. saw somebody. Oh, Coy Jandrew went to it this weekend. Yeah. I, I saw yeah. on his Instagram. For me, Monster Squad. Ooh. I would do that in a heartbeat. I love Monster Squad. I have... Uh, I have uh, the special uh, 20th anniversary DVD. I can't wa- cannot wait to watch the documentary. I'm, I'm trying to think of the, like the worst ones for. I'm trying to think of the worst ones for for people to sit through that aren't just. One of them is beaches. I think anyone sitting through that. It, yeah, but minute the, by uh, minute uh, no, is no, 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 just horrible. It, uh, you can't. I don't think beaches is a bad film. It's just the demographic is who's going to be yeah, listening it's, to it's, it. Yeah, it's it's not for me. But the movie is just sad the whole time, and it's like, and imagine having to go through that sadness minute by minute, by minute. and record about it. Ugh. My my guilty pleasure movie. It's uh, the core. Oh, I love the really? core. I, I love, love that movie. It's so, right, right. I, I don't know that it's good, but I enjoy it. It's a guilty pleasure. The um, cast is amazing, and every time it's on TV, I'm like, I'll just, oh, guess I, down. Yeah. here goes two hours of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that long, but commercials add up. I'm trying to think of, yeah, because uh, a couple of channels I really enjoy uh, are like Pluto, so that I, it, it's oh. an app so yeah, that yeah, you yeah, can yeah, flip yeah. channels. No, that's, before I left the brewery, we had, uh, we got Rokas on the TV, and all of October, it was Godzilla month, so I was there at the brewery just watching Godzilla films. <laughs> Everyone there is like, okay, Kyle, you can turn. Do we have football? No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, nerd. I'm going to do commentary too, so shut up, everyone. Do you want beer? Shut up. <laughs> Keep it down. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> that would be great. We're going to run a podcast. Did Kyle's give, bar. Did you give us your guilty pleasure movie, Adrian? I don't know if I have. Well, what's one that you know probably doesn't get watched by a lot of people but it's, you're always happy to that's what I'm trying on. to think what's um, the one you wouldn't bring up until like you're on a fifth or sixth date and you're like hey let's watch this the ones you feel comfortable I don't know if I feel comfortable discussing that on this podcast um, I don't want to know what you do on the date I just want to know what movie you recommend no I, I know it. behind oh, I the green door deep throat what movie are we talking about here Hostel <laughs> Hostel no, um, the Santa Claus <laughs> The Santa Claus. I need to too. see that though. Is it the one with uh, Goldberg as a murdering Santa Claus? Oh no, that was. I was what? bringing up the Tim Allen one. <laughs> oh no, ridiculous! Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, what? There's a horror film out there where basically Goldberg was actually a the wrestler Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a murdering Santa Claus. Yeah, that's not in my purview. All right. Uh, that's an awesome idea. No, I, I, I think so too. Um, uh, 
Sweet Home Alabama. What? Really? Reese Witherspoon is a treasure. I mean, yeah. I can't. Oh, no, no. I w- Big Reese Witherspoon fan? I have an affinity for rom-coms. Um, do you watch Four Christmases every year? I do. Oh my God! Really? I do. Wait, what? What? Wait, wait, what? I do. Four Christmases. I like, can't wait the for the only it. other guy I know that watches. I have a friend of mine. He goes, oh, uh, I love that movie. I, I can't say anything. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who, like, when I still had cable, would sit there and actually watch all like the Christmas movies on Callmark. Oh, I, I do. Oh, you know what? I took, one, I took one it of back. My si- <laughs> I know the movie that I would want to see a minute by minute. Um, about time. Oh yeah, yeah. With uh, which was that? General Hux. Yes. Um, and. Donald Gleason and uh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Bill yeah. Nye. Uh, Bill Nye? Yeah. yeah. I remember um, this. I remember um, this I think it's one of the first big budget movies with Margot Robbie. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think she, she was. That was she was in a smaller first, role. Yeah. It was either that or Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know mm-hmm. what came first. No, Is this I, where I Rachel McAdams first. has like memory problems? Okay. N- no. no. I thought it was time. Uh, General Hux travels yeah. in time yeah. to yeah. make her fall in love. Oh, okay, okay. okay. But That's it's one of my favorite story. movies. <laughs> it came out in 2013, and it ended up being one of my favorite movies. I, okay. I did. My buddy invited me, and I was like, what in the hell is this movie we're going to see? And it turned out to be one of my favorite movies of that year. It's God, my, that sounds like a great stalker movie. Like, imagine you're stalking someone, and then you, 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 you find you t- could, time travel. So to give you guys a better synopsis than... This fool in General Hux. Um, <laughs> General Hux. Basically, um, you tell me General Hux gets uh, Rachel McAdams. Yes, he's in. <laughs> I mean, after all the abuse he's taken from Kylo, good for him. Yeah. You know, he's um, he's like the howdy duty of the Empire. Yeah. So basically, oh, that he, General Hux. He, oh, okay. He, okay, he learns. He learns. You think about Hux Senior. Uh, <laughs> Donald Gleason plays the main character. He learns from his dad early in the movie, who's played by Bill Nye. That um, men really men in, men in his family can time travel, um, and teaches them how to do it. And of course, he thinks his dad's freaking crazy. And then he tries it, and it actually works. Wow. And so he decides that um, he wants to use this ability to find love. And he does. And it's the, the reason why I love it so much is because they laid out a very simple and basic uh, rule for time travel. They stick to it. And basically, you know, like most time travel movies, they people do the time travel and it works perfectly, right? Um, this movie is about him trying it and the things that go wrong with it. I, yeah, because to me it sounds very stalkerish well, it, so it could to, very to much manipulate someone you with your knowledge like that. like that. Well, here's... You just have to watch the movie. It, it, I understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah. But it's actually very cute. It's very original. And there is a stalkery element to it, but it, it it's very organic. Because to me, it's 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 you're trying to get so this person. So it's pers- fine because it's organic. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So He's making it, it get, seem organic. I got you know a whole food, so it's cool. So, so since we, we do spoilers all the time, so spoiler on this movie. So basically, for about time from yeah, 2013, yeah, for 2013 on a comics podcast, yeah, on a comics podcast. <laughs> well, y'all asked me, y- y'all asked me. I tried to avoid it. He and asked you, not me. Yeah. <laughs> this is the I'm, best. I'm, I'm all in. I'm going to watch this before the next. So, it's interesting. It sounds so, interesting. So uh, he uh, moves. The, they're they're. They don't put the whole premise away. 
Well, I'm about to tell you. No, y'all fucking ask me. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I, I want to know. So, I, I'm going to go watch the movie, too, though. So, um, they live in a town outside of London. It's like a small little country town on the, on the, on the shore. Um, he goes to London after graduating law school. Um, of course, he's a broke kid just out of college, so he moves in with a family friend who's a screenplay writer. Um, and he's very eccentric. Um, but so they go to uh, him and one of the guys that um, he works with at this law firm. They go to one of these um, one of those restaurants where they do like weird stuff, like uh, they just seat you with people and they turn off all the lights, so you're pretty much blind as you're eating dinner. What and kind of place is this? I don't know. I've it, heard it, of this. It, they're they're they, actually they, places they, in, they, they in they the world. Eyes wide shut. Yeah, 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 yeah. places. <laughs> Like and I'm so, eating, someone's touching me, though. So the funny thing about up, up, it is, up a bit, up a bit, <laughs> is that he gets seated. He gets seated with Rachel McAdams and her friend. And, That's a win. And they, they kind of hit it off. He gets her number. Howdy, duty of the empire. Yeah. Gets, okay. Gets gets her number, and then he goes home, and he was supposed to go to, um, his uh, roommate's opening of the play. Yeah. So he goes home, wakes up the next morning. His roommate is freaking livid because the reviews came out on his play. And so he decides to use his time travel to help his friend to help his friend fix the play. Well, if he uses time travel to fix the play, he doesn't meet Rachel McAdams. So he goes like he fixes it, wakes up the next morning. Reviews are fucking great, right? But no number. But he goes to the phone to call Rachel. She's not there. And she's not there. So he has to go and use the things that he learned when he was having dinner with her about where he could find her. Because they've already hit it off. You know, he doesn't feel kind of creepy about it because he's already hit it off with her. He just She just doesn't know he exists yet. So then he goes and finds her. It's a really good movie. And then there's some other things that, that happen. They're, um, they're just really... It, it was a very interesting use of time travel and I remember at the time telling all my friends that it may be the best sci-fi movie in a long time Whoa. because it is time travel right and it's cute it's a movie I watch every Valentine's Day because it's a great love story Aww. yeah fuck you you're, um, <laughs> you're a hopeless romantic no I, I love doesn't He's live like, here no I enjoy good cinema <laughs> yeah I, I enjoy good cinema and it's um, it, it's just it was really well done. It's a great story. Um, I may I may have to stop down here for a second because mm-hmm. I am programming our telethon who needs sleep for December. Okay. I have a segment that is the Hallmark Channel with Rachel and Clay, and I may make it Rachel and Adrian. All right, okay. we got a show now. You yep. guys are you guys are here to hear. Tune you know, in. We're I would have almost Adrian talk. Hallmark films. I was going to make a this comment holiday. about somebody sitting through his 20-minute segment of this movie, but then again, you guys did a seven-episode period of The Fast and Fury, so this is allowed. Exactly. <laughs> well, not only that, I got a few things out of this. This was a good segment. Before we get back to the, before we go back to the TV, uh, TV releases, uh, this episode is going to be called About Time. Uh, <laughs> can, can, can I pitch some time travel movies that some people may have not seen that are pretty good? Le, yeah, let me wrap up this last point and then we'll do that. Yeah, you go ahead and get your little punchline. It's like, not a punchline. Okay, I think, go ahead. Go ahead. So I, I looked at the cast and I looked at what Bill Nye looks like. Mm-hmm. If they ever adapt the Phasma book, which has uh, General Hux Sr., he would be a great uh, actor to play that character. 
This is and true. that was it. It's not a punchline on you. No. I I I I'm, I know. You know what? So people that don't know who Bill Nye is, he played Victor in the Underworld movies. Yep, yep. He was the dad. He was Philip oh, in okay, Shaun yeah, of the yeah, Dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was. Everyone's seen Love Actually. No, he's, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a movie I, I watch minute, every year. Minute, minute on that movie would be interesting. A minute. Oh wow. I love that film. Don't get me wrong. I like that film a lot. I like mm-hmm. that film. I watch it every. Christmas. I like films like that. I like when you have like so many different stories. If it's done well, rom coms. I love rom coms like that. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. I, but even in uh, like Trick or Treat for Halloween, four overlapping stories that tie together really good. I love. Oh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Wait, that's anthology. Not the scary movie? An- yeah, anthology. Oh. I love anthology. I'm not a big horror fan, but I like horror anthology films like Trick or Treat, Creep Show, Creep Show Two. I don't like the. I don't, I'm just not. I'm not a horror fan like you or my girlfriend, but like some stuff like that where there's interesting ways you can tie everything together. That's when I kind of jump into the. Yeah, um, here's one movie I've seen. Have y'all have y'all seen Predestination? I've heard. Uh, it sounds yes. familiar. With yeah. Ethan Hawke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Okay, now I want to y'all y'all, y'all yeah. know how that ends. It's no, here's a time travel pe- movie people should watch: Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> Is that and you? And now we're back to comics. Good. <laughs> Is there any, you I, got any? I was wondering how we're going to get back yeah, to it. No, we got it. We uh, I, it. I, I, I just put that one out there because that's one I watched that's about time travel that just misses the mark. Right. Y'all, do, y'all saw you saw the ending. Yeah, yeah. Do y'all mm, uh, agree? If you want to go back and watch a classic one, um, I, I can't even think of just name from the birds, but uh, the original Time Machine. Oh. Uh, the first oh. one, not the new one, but not the remake. Rex Harrison? Yeah, no, not, no, no, not, not Dr. Doolittle. Not, with I, Guy Pierce? I want to no, use no, no. a time no, that's machine. The, that's the remake. Yeah, that's the remake. I, I want to use a time machine to go back to when we were talking about Harley and the TV shows. Have y'all mm-hmm. seen uh, Project Almanac? <laughs> about time travel? Kids? Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I like that one. <coughs> yeah. no, Rod Taylor. The Rod original, Taylor. The, with Rod Taylor. And also, uh, um, oh, God, I can't think of Wilbur from Mr. Ed's also. He plays his best friend in there, too. Hmm. Alec Young. Uh, oh, God, I can't think of one. Hey. Hey. Here are my three time travel picks: uh, Project Almanac, Almanac, Safety Not Guaranteed. Anyone? I don't know. Uh, it's uh, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking yes. about. Wait, yes. isn't, wait, isn't she a reporter interviewing some guy who says she can okay. time travel? Yeah. yeah, she's a reporter. I, I want to see that with yeah. the guy from New Girl. Uh, yeah, Jake yeah, Johnson. Yeah. Jake Johnson. Uh, yeah, so the whole plot is based on a real uh, ad that showed up in the classifieds about time travel, and it's asking for someone to time travel with him. Their safety will not be guaranteed. Yep. <laughs> and finally, uh, time crimes. That's a. Oh wait a minute! I know I'm forgetting a local one. Oh, there's a local. I'm gonna forget. Uh, Primer. Primer is a hard sci-fi time travel movie. If you really love that I've kind of that. stuff, it, it's one you can get in wait, and start I, uh, trying to map out for not yourself. Primer. What was the one with uh, Gordon Lovitz and? Uh, Looper. Looper. I, I heard yeah, Bruce it. Willis I and was great. Looper's good. Here's Ryan your Johnson about movie. about time poster. Yes. All right. This Love is my last movie. attempt to go back to the TV show topic that we were talking about before this tangent. This is, this episode will be called Tangent. No, it's about time. Okay. <laughs> I hate all, right. all y'all. All right. Right back into the TV shows that we're. So after Harley Quinn, we got we got through <laughs> one of them. <laughs> The cut next that, cut that entire segment out and just make it its own episode. <laughs> okay, so, so and the no, next it, one is one I'm looking forward to the probably the most, Star Girl. Yeah, this is coming. To, it doesn't have an official date, but 2020, and just because of my love for Starman and and the JSA stuff, everything, this was the one I'm looking for. How it's going to come out. I'm really curious with the cast they have how this is going to look and feel. This mm-hmm. is uh, something. 
if they did an Earth, like I only said this, if they did an Earth Two or Earth Three look from like the Flash, where it's kind of almost like you, it, they have technology, but it almost has like the Batman the animated style feel, like almost older, I'd be totally fine with that. Yeah, I think we're getting to the point where the world building is so important mm-hmm. that you get a movie or you get a show like Watchmen in the be- very beginning, you understand like this is not my world. Yeah, from the from the jump. Uh, next one is based off one of the most popular uh, Vertigo series from DC is Why. Why the Short Last from Man. Why the Last Man. This is going to be on FX coming in 2020. They and need a series. That show's been trying to get made for a long well, time. F- so Apparently it's officially coming out now. Uh, yeah, uh, Shia LaBeouf was attached for a long time. That's why it didn't get made. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, who, who is the lead? Do it's we around Yorick Brown. Uh, Barry Keoghan? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I may be a new uh, first-timer. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited because I love that book. That, that was the first series I read all the way through, like all 68, like from beginning to end. Yeah, that's one I have every single issue of. That was one I – to me, that was a key version. Hold on to those. Well, okay, no, I'm, I'm, slight spoiler, but again, they shortened it down to why. The original series, Why the Last Man, deals with basically almost all males having been killed off except one. And so it's his trial to find out if he's only, if seriously the one last man on earth. So yeah, and his travels and how and society changes without men. And his pet monkey. Ampersand. <laughs> Ampersand. Yeah. Um, this one I'm actually looking forward to. It's anybody who's ever been on the CWC. It's kind of like their like almost younger generation. We've gotten Vixen. We've gotten the Ray, and we've gotten Constantine. And these are animated shows. Yeah, right? anime shows. But we're getting Deathstroke, Knights and Dragons. Oh man. And this looks. I wonder awesome. if Manu Ben is gonna voice the it's character. It's gotta be. Because he got the original actress to, to voice all the other characters. Yeah, who's doing Deathstroke? Uh, it doesn't say. It doesn't okay. say. It. Yeah, right now. Uh, maybe they're still working with him. Are y'all uh, enjoying Deathstroke on Titans? I'm not caught up yet, so I'm only. I've only. I've seen it. I've seen his intro, so I like it. I like his character, but he's right now. He's tied. Well, we never saw. Uh, what's his name from Justice League? I, I think he would have been probably. He, if we saw him actually do action in the film, I think that would have been. He looked cheering. very good, Mangelan Manganiello. No, don't be wrong. Yeah. The actor who's playing him in uh, the Titans right now, I can't remember the actor's name. Isai Morales. Isai Morales. He's off the NCIS stuff. But that's like another why CW and Warner Brothers can use him. Yeah, this season's been a home run, but the last episode... Eh, you you got, you got to have something to... Because you only got three episodes left. Yeah, but I just don't know what happened in this one. It's just a total train wreck. You're not caught up. I won't spoil anything, but you I know def- Superboy's in there, right? Okay, yes. Right. <laughs> I don't know how far in. <laughs> no. So the current episode, Dick Grayson um, goes to jail. And I'm just going to – that whole episode is a train wreck. Every scene in that's just a what-the-fuck moment. Uh, even as they go in and out of jail to tell the Super Bowl – about the only character that makes any sense in that episode is Crypto. <laughs> I love Crypto. Oh, Good. my God. When you make the dog, like, just the most – like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get – for every one of the characters, I get the feel that they're doing the character right. Most of all, Beast Boy. He's nailing that. But there are some moments like no. with Raven, I don't understand. Yeah. Well, no, I, like, I like how they're doing Superboy. Like he's Superboy just came, like when they first introduced Connor in the comic books, he was pretty much just like your irate teenager. He's like, I'm gonna be, I'm the badass. I'm, you know, I got the jacket. Mm-hmm. And this one, he's a dude who's going back and forth between the two people he's made of. Yeah. Like Luther and Superman. He like he, first one, he's good, and then he's like, well, and I, real quick, there's a scene in there where he's exploring, I guess, San Francisco, and there's this woman who's getting mugged, and he stops the mugger. And he wants to get like a T-shirt, and he goes, "Do you have money?" And she's like, oh. "And the woman he just saved thinks, oh, now he wants, he's gonna hurt her, so she just throws his purse to Connor, and he's like, oh, thank you.' <laughs> he has no moral compass. Yeah, That's well, he thing. has no concept of yeah, interacting right or, with people exactly. or anything. So the funniest thing is who's who's helping him, but Beast Boy, the <laughs> probably the worst person to help him. 
especially yeah. I mean, but, but it grounds him. It yeah. brings him to a different place because he he's always the fun guy. Yeah. And uh, just him showing up pouring milk in that giant bowl of cereal. <laughs> I mean, just just he's there well, to help, but he doesn't know and, how to do and anything. And I'll say right as when I defended Zero Hour, there were three characters that came out of, or that either were kind of spawned right before or came out of it, and it was Starman, Ray, Ky- no, oh I thought Ky- Kyle, oh, okay, and then Connor. Oh, okay, I thought yeah, the Ray came out of that. No, I think the Ray did. But, but I'm saying my three favorites. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are my three. Superway is the one series that I was reading religiously of even through that time period. I love the comic book. So I, I love the fact we're getting, we have Connor now back in the comic book's uh, lineage in Young Justice. We have Connor in the TV series now. I love that we have that Superboy. It's not just Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah, he had the one of the coolest looks, like it, just of he, all time. Yeah, and of anyone on the show, he looks like Superboy. Yeah, oh like he just looks like right out of the And comic. again, we had Connor in a Smallville. Yeah. So oh, I, yeah. I like That's the right. fact that we're getting, like, some of these characters are getting representation in, you know, in the media. Um, I'm going to throw out something. You guys want to live tweet the crisis episode uh, so we get our listeners already preparing to maybe follow us and watch us? Episode, you say it like it's Josh, tell your wife, Jen, to get ready for it. It's three episodes and then two more in January. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Well, as it winds down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Legends especially doesn't come back till January. What oh, love Legends. Okay. okay uh, so what else, Kyle? So this one I've never heard of. Maybe you guys have. It's a Vertigo book called Sweet Tooth. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's Jeff Lemire. It's Jeff Lemire. It is great. Uh, it's going to be on Hulu. Unknown release date. It is great. Yeah. Okay. About a half-human, half-deer boy trying to survive the post-up. post-up oh, God, I'm in. <laughs> Post-apocalyptic <laughs> society. Who do, you, who, do you, who do you guys see cast in it? I guess who's producing it? Who? Robert Downey Jr. Ooh. And Susan Downey. Oh. You're getting in some of the material he found while he's at the no comic kidding. shops. Oh my, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, production started on May 21st this year. It. I think there's five volumes. Do y'all know? I mean, I don't remember. Uh, it's been a little while. Yeah, it, it's really good. It's really good. Next, The Sandman on Netflix. That <sighs> Unknown release date. You know, that's always been out there, though. I was looking forward to the movie with JGL, and then that got scrapped away. Yeah. I think a TV series is way better to get. Probably so. Yeah, no, for this, yeah, not a movie. A if TV they series. end up connecting it to Lucifer or, like, Constantine or something like that, uh, that'd be cool. I still say it's bullshit, but I, I, I'm more than sure we're going to get Lucifer in the crisis. Even he's been trying to say it's all a rumor, but if we get Lucifer meeting Constantine and you somehow can bridge those two together, I'm in. <laughs> so we know that the Titans are showing up. Who are they going to... It, it'll probably be like one quick shot of them in the Titans Tower. That's what they've been rumored. You know, a, a portal moment. Yeah. Okay. What else, Kyle? Uh, this one is confirmed. Is like I said, it's going to be a backdoor pilot. It's Green Arrow and the Canaries, and I'm actually looking forward to because I like all the characters. I right like now. that better than just the Black Star show they were trying to give us last season. Yeah, that was not that. No. No. This I think, but I like Mia interaction <laughs> with both the, and Laurel, Laurel and uh, D. As her backup, and then yeah. starting the chain of the Canary system. They don't even they don't even acknowledge the Black Star name or the tattoo that she got last season. That's how bad they really thought it was. And yeah, yeah. and they're adjusting her character a little bit to make her more likable. But William is one me over. She's I really like him. She's as definitely character. season one Oliver. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. And yeah. that that's hard. And, that, and, now, hard and now she's season follow. two Oliver. She's really like you know she was yeah. gonna kill him. He's Oliver's now the moral compass. Like saying no. Yeah, so yeah it's. It, I, I like the growth of the show. This I think when all is said and done, uh, Smallville is going to be so iconic, and Arrow is going to be so iconic to what we get as superhero TV. Yeah. Next one that I remember hearing about was supposed to be rumored, but it's now announced: Superman and Lois. 
TV show. Yeah, from the uh, Tyler Quinn and uh, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. I am too. The only the only problem I have with him, and it's not even him, it's just his suit. I hate he has this big open gate call, like like I, I want like a collar. At least, sorry, I want it more like close to his neck or something like. It's and just, he's yeah. so short compared to Tom Welling no, and the kidding. other Superman. Tom Welling and no Brandon Ralph. And Brandon Ralph, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, like, Okay, that's what I had an issue. When Elseworlds, when Oliver is taller than Superman, I'm like, come on. <laughs> hey, every world has their own I Superman. Know, except somebody this gave one. me an Apple box. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, this is the one I think has been changed. There had been rumored, or, or at least somebody had said there, somebody had thrown out the idea of doing a Green Lantern series on CW, having John play John Stewart. But now, HBO Max has announced Green Lantern series for their thing. So I wonder if, one, is there a chance we could still have, oh, I can't even think the actor who plays John. Um, David Ramsey. David Ramsey. Yeah. That if he could be, if they if they might still bring him in, or are they going to go a totally new direction? I'd love to see him show up. So would I. So would I. As John Stewart. I like him a lot. I like Diggle a lot. It's yeah. a, one of the best. Well, it, it it keeps him in the world. You know, it keeps him in that world where you can still see David Ramsey. I, and and I was telling them before the show started, all the David Ram, David Ramsey shots you're seeing of him uh, this season, a lot of green tint, and a green light on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does. He is on Green Arrow, you know, so it, it's if not, you don't want to go. But pick, did you see that? Did you see the lighting previous seasons? Listen here, Rorschach. <laughs> <laughs> I will look up and say no. Well, hey, David, just think about this. If they don't keep you in the CW, you can always go back to Blue Bloods. Hey, <laughs> it's it's in my queue with all my Nicolas Cage films a, and all my Bruce Willis films. Is there a Blue Bloods update over there? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I did find out recently, though. Tom Selleck has even said I have no. I, he was not going to make a cameo appearance on the new series. He says he, he thinks that his series, because at the time it was Magnum PI, yeah, was the best series on television. He says I think we wrapped it up nice with a bow. Talking about blue boots? I, no, no. Because now, <laughs> <laughs> was that Siri? Siri's chiming in. But he basically said. <laughs> Wait, is your Siri a male voice? It is a male voice. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, that is yours. No, uh, so, but yeah, it is a male voice. I didn't want to hear the woman anymore. She's pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're not talking right now, all right? I got tired of hearing that voice. It just got, so I was like, are there other I got tired of that woman talking to me. I said, shut your bitch or mouth. Give me that guy. No, uh. But no, uh, he, I turn it left when I want to. Selleck basically said, you know, like, it's like this is their stuff. I have no problem with th- not letting them make money, but I, I'm on Blue Bloods, and I have no interest in be- making a cameo of any kind on the new Ma- Magnum PI. What an ass, man! Uh, you know, it, it's it's fan service, and that's and, and he knows it. He has fans out there. I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean Magnum PI was a big show. Oh, it was. Jay Hernandez is my Magnum. No, I, both just my kidding. Magnum. I don't. I don't watch. I watched the original. Hashtag not my Magnum. No. <laughs> what the hell? What's a part? It's a part of the. Uh, NCIS Universe. That's why I'm, I'm waiting for the oh, uh, really? Wi-Fi. And now they moved it from Mondays onto Fridays. Is so CBS just creating a universe of shows that then we're going to have a giant crime fighting? Because well, NBC already did that with all their Chicago Order shows. shows yeah. yeah, but that's oh, only three. Well, no, and, no, and even they've tied and Law and SVU, Order. Law and Order. SVU. They did a crossover they had. It was about three years ago. Crossover episode of uh, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and uh, Law and Order. And SVU. SVU's already tied with, uh, with Scooby-Doo, and Scooby-Doo's already tied with Supernatural. Mm. So it's all connected. <laughs> Well, actually, all of TV is connected through St. Elsewhere. Yes, that's true. This is true. Well, you know this theory? It is wrong. No, think no. back to TGI Friday. Urkel was a connecting factor. He right, was we the, got, he was we got time for another tangent. <laughs> tell me about, <laughs> it. Tell me about right, St. Elsewhere. Going back to the shows. Okay, now I need you to watch eight, eight years of this uh, medical show. And <laughs> 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 all right. After uh, Green Lantern, we now have Strange Adventures. 
is going to oh, be making yeah, a live the, action. So we're getting Adam Strange. And uh, who's playing Adam Strange? They haven't announced it. Like they, they haven't announced anything grand. They just said we're going to be doing. And this is HBO, so you know it's probably going to happen. This is Kyle's made up list. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. I'm just oh. kidding. What? What? Uh, he's about to throw his laptop at me. Okay, uh, roundtable, quick. Uh, Adam Strange. Who would you cast? Just. Maybe keep the guy they had in, uh, in yeah, uh, Krypton. I want to put every, I want Nathan Fillion on everything. Too, Ooh, I like old. that. He, but too old and he's doing He's a rookie, rookie on stuff. I like rookie, too, just to say that. I've enjoyed rookie. He's a rookie right now, so. Yeah. Um, well, let me read this. While characters haven't been unveiled, I'd expect the likes of Dead Man, Animal Man, and Hawkman to appear in the series, given the characters' roots to that comic book. And they can Animal Man? To, they can connect it to Swamp Thing and bring him back. Oh, man. Who? Well, no. Th- there's Baker. been rumor, and they're doing the Strange Adventures uh, comic book. There's a panel it was from an t- Instagram post or something, but there's Adam Strange talking to Swamp Thing. So that they're talking about Swamp Thing may become his partner in traveling around the... Oh, please. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Please resurrect that. Uh, oh. What else? And this is, is this all there? Oh, uh, oh, this might be the last one. Uh, DC Superhero High HBO Max series. Uh, was that going to... The girls? Well, okay. HBO Max also unveiled a high school comedy titled DC Superhero High from Elizabeth Banks. Oh, wow, yeah. man. Focused on a group is a of monster. Mm-hmm. Focused on a group of heroes attending a special boarding school for gifted students. I did hear about this. Yep. It's currently unclear which heroes will appear in the series. The show will be produced by Brownstone Productions. Didn't she produce the... Uh, New, uh, Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. What was her involvement in the Power Rangers, too? She directed... Oh, no, she was uh, Rita. She, she played Rita in the I, I know, but I, w- she did produ- she have any I producing? I think she was producing in Power was Rangers, she, too. Would, it, would she produce in Power Rangers? Yeah, but definitely, she's definitely directing Charlie's Angels and starring in it. This is so amazing from the girl I remember who just laughed in 40-Year-Old Virgin, and now she's like a powerhouse. Wait, was she in the... F- yeah, she's, she's, the girl? The, she's the book girl the that book he goes f- in and he and she just laughs. No, I remember my first time realizing who she was was watching Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she she's awesome in everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Dirty Rock, she's great. Oh, uh, no. yeah. That, um, what is the camping show? Um, Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wet Hot, hot American, American Summer. Summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Was that it, Kyle? Is that all you got? Uh, let me see. I think that's, yeah, that's all that's coming Is there out. any any TV shows you guys would like to be see made? Just from a DC perspective? Or you know, from any comic, any comic property. Uh, well, well, I think, was it uh, Cloak and Dagger got canceled? Cloak and, uh, yeah, Cloak, Cloak and Dagger got canceled. Yeah, the movie shows are canceled, but they're bringing out some that wasn't stuff. Who, well, that was Oh, that w- it was free. They moved form. to Hulu. Yeah, they moved yeah. to Hulu for season two. Yeah, Josie FX is going to be moving to Hulu. Like, FX the channel. Yeah. Platform. Like, well, but, th- but they're losing stuff on. Well, Hulu. yeah, because now that they're bought, they're going to. Well, actually, I love the the FX interface for. Uh, so all their apps are great. The Hulu is the worst shitty app next to Amazon. So hopefully, if they integrate that, we see like well, the FX. Well, but Disney's app. In, you get Disney streaming. You're going to get Hulu. Hopefully. That'll be a better interface to working all that together. So I mean, we don't know how good Disney Plus is going to be. It hasn't come but out. But who, ha- who hasn't we'll find subscribed? Out Tuesday, though. Yeah. Who hasn't subscribed? I haven't. I need to, but I'm going to. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll watch. Yeah, I'll do it for The Mandalorian, if anything. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God, I'm so ready. I'm taking the day off from work. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those of you uh, not in the know, I'm still unemployed. So if you have a job... And no jokes. Uh, <laughs> send me something on Twitter. Send some jokes, too. I think. Send jokes, too. Oh, yeah. um, all right. So for our other topic today, and we'll, um, we'll probably wrap this with, with this after, and then our recommendations. Um, we have a, here an article from Polygon.com that Clay found, I think. On 
what was it? Oh, the top yeah. ten? Yeah. Uh, it's written by Susana Polo, so I'll give credit to her because she did all the work. We're just talking about it. Mm. Uh, it's the best decades of the decade for the 2010s. Best, best decades of the decade? Sorry. <laughs> what? Don't worry, I'll let it all this out. Make my sense sound real smart. So the yeah. 70s is the best decade of the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> last decade. What's your favorite decade? Um, I thought the 90s were cool, but then again. I wasn't there, but the 60s sounded fun. Mm-hmm. The 50s sound awesome. <laughs> now for the X-Men. Oh, yeah. Uh, the best comics of the decade uh, for the 2010s so far, which we're pretty much done this year. Um, so I'll go through the list, and if you guys have read the book or have any opinions on it, we could talk about it. Uh, the first one's uh, Ultimate Comics, Spider-Man by Brian Bendis and Sarah Pacelli. But that wasn't the last decade. That, was, that came on 2000. This is the Miles Morales. No, no, Morales. the Miles Morales. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so I think this is, this is an important book. Yeah, yeah, it definitely should be on this list. Um, Miles so is going to be a bigger character than we know. Yeah. Has anybody read this book? You guys read this series? Uh, no. uh, I remember it. I don't remember. I don't even remember who the bad guy is. So. I kinda, after they killed Peter, I kind of stopped reading the Ultimate stuff. Yeah. And don't worry, I like the character. I read other stuff with him in it, but I just I didn't really do the Ultimate. Once Peter Parker didn't look like me, I was not oh, interested. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next we have uh, Batman by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo from... Uh, yeah, the, the new Fifty Two run. I mean, that's mm, it was good, but I just didn't. I what's the key story out of that? That oh, Joker. It has to be death of the fa- death, death in the, the family. family. I have that. I have the hardback cover. I got that yeah. for ten dollars at half price. I got. I that think thing. death in the family yeah. is the. I mean, Court of Owls and Night Court of Owls, Owls too, like, to me, like those two, mm. are huge, and it introduced something new into the back, Batman history. This is this is what I was reading on my my rookie year as a as mm. a comic book reader. Um, and just the introduction of the all the all the changes because Batman's one of the titles that they didn't change with the new Fifty Two, it that, didn't change as much. That and Green Lantern. Yeah, that in, yeah, yeah, both of those titles, uh, but just him introducing the Court of Owls and how the fact that it's kind of a it's a retcon that it's always been there and you, you know that this series and then it introduced me to Greg Capullo as well, which amazing you know, art. I, he's great. Like and and the, their Batman run technically is still ongoing right now with the. Uh, the last night on Earth, like they're still doing that. They did metal um, mm. last year mm-hmm. to mix reviews. <laughs> <laughs> mix reviews, yeah. That, that's what uh, metal was definitely a lot of work. But if you've been reading Batman since 2012, you get rewarded a lot in that series. Um, so this is kind of like, you know, yeah, it's it's my Keystone Batman series, I think. So then we have uh, Hark, a Vagrant by Kate Beaton. It's a webcomic. Yeah, I know nothing about that. I, I don't either. I didn't realize webcomics were going to be part of this, but it looks like it went to print. Which one? Hark, Hark a Vagrant. Like, I've, I've seen the art before. I've, I know it, but I just don't know any of the... Webcomics have become more of a prominent thing just in the last 10 years. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the fact that we all carry mobile devices and everything like that, it's very accessible. It's free for the most part, I think. One of my mm-hmm. favorite, i got to throw one out there, is it, and this guy has self-published a book of his webcomic, but it's called uh, Chief O'Brien at Work. About how he's just dicked over on the Enterprise as, uh. as a lost uh, transporter. <laughs> uh, next, we have uh, Saga by I Brian K. Bond and Fiona never Staples. Read it. I heard it. Good it is. I, I've read the first two volumes, and it's, re- it's really good. I mean, it just the world building, the people. Yeah. There's so much about it that hooks you and brings you into this place that you care about. I, I mean, I'm still reading it. I'm, I'm current with the. I think the only the only. I don't want to say it's an issue because it's not, but because it takes so long for for these comics to come out, we are at about issue sixty as of 
the last one that came out. He's on a break. And he's right only now. A, and we're only halfway done with the story, according to to Brian K. Vaughn. So, you know, this may be in the the best comic books of the twenty twenties. Yeah. Um, or whatever the next decade, uh, but it's really good. Uh, it combines sci-fi and like fantasy and everything. Uh, so it's it, yeah, it's it's amazing. And Fiona Fiona Staples art. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, I love it. She's done every issue. There's no. You know, no feeling art is nothing. That's why I think it's important that they take their time. I love teams that stay together for long periods to do one story. Next, we have something that probably everyone's familiar with. Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye by Matt Fraction and David Aha. What's this book? <laughs> <laughs> if you've listened to this show ever, we've talked about it in every episode. Yeah, I think most of us have it on our starter uh, starter mm. list of, like, Introduction comics. Um, sidebar real quick, because we are doing a Disney Plus show of, of Hawkeye, but a lot of bad stuff has come out about Jeremy Renner. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all have a problem recasting it and keep doing the show or just not or just canceling it? Can we just do it about Kate? Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, like, go. It's the good thing about having multiple Hawkeyes. The redundancy is already built in. Anybody you'd replace him with? Man. But are they going to replace him? That's the question. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, by now, if it was that bad, okay, come on. Disney fires James Gunn over something he did over ten years ago and has apologized, and they hired him even knowing he had done it. Now this stuff comes out of Jeremy Renner. We haven't heard anything about them firing Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I know. Jeremy Renner threatened to kill his wife, and that's this year. That's not like ten years ago. And the fact that Disney would still have him in a movie, I go, oh, that just doesn't show yeah, so. you have the same rules for everyone. I don't know who I'd replace him with, but I would probably replace him. Because if he's saying that stuff, it's, he's just going to go off the deep end yeah. later. That's just scary crap. Uh, but Hawkeye, yeah, is one of my favorite all-time books. I try to – anyone who's wanting to read Avengers books, I always point them to that because that's a great start. Um, well, since, since, he, since everybody throws them out there, how about Nathan Fillion? <laughs> hmm. I, mean, I don't know. I think maybe – as old as Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, if you watch the rookie this season, you watch, that man has gotten into shape. He lost a lot of weight. Oh, really? Yeah, like he looks almost like, like yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to come up with a replacement. I don't know what, who it's going to be. I'll tweet. Let us know if you have any suggestions for Because, you know, Kevin Feige's coming to the next episode. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next we have uh, Thor by Jason Aaron and by many, many others. Which one? Is this the uh, Jane Foster Thor? No, everything. No. So oh. Everything Thor. Oh, okay. she's, she's encompassing everything from Mighty Thor to Thor, God of Thunder, the, all the miniseries, including all, all the way. I'm, the realms. I'm assuming all the way up to War of the Realms and now King Thor. This uh, will be bigger than Walt Simonson because he's done more issues and the stuff that's in his stuff. I mean, not that I'm saying Walt Simonson's bad. Walt Simonson has been the premier Thor writer-artist forever. This, mm-hmm. this is the book that got Adrian, like, back into comics full-time, I think, right? Yeah. Like, uh, um, I could agree with that. Um, it definitely made... Thor is my favorite comic book um, character now, um, by far, and it's because of this run. Before we forget, I gotta throw out, besides throw out his name, you guys know who Nathan Fillion's playing in Suicide Squad, right? It's not, I don't think, I know we talked about it a we little bit. Do, well, you and me and Josh talked about it one of the last episodes, but yeah. No. Arm Fall Off Boy. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I yes. heard somebody do a different name, too, for that, and so so I'm not sure if that's, 
I guess he's not confirmed. Fall off boy, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, a legionnaire dropout like that and the yeah. suicide squad. I'm like, there we go. <laughs> All right. Um, um, yeah, uh, th- that's probably my favorite comic of the. And yeah, this you, decade. I think I think I would use God of Thunder as one of the like another like introduction comic. Like, mm-hmm. you like comics here? Yeah. This is looks real pretty. <laughs> and it's real good. I don't know this next book. Yeah, me neither. What? It's called Time mm-hmm. by Randall Monroe. Uh, it's so this one looks like it came from a like a, it's also a web comic. And you know, like a lot of these web comics, they they start online and then maybe they get like a Kickstarter or a Patreon and stuff like what that. What gets me is how these are like this is just a basic like stick comic looking art, and then like I seen I've seen so many other web comics that like the art's so beautiful and the story's so awesome, and I'm surprised they're not making higher appearances. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is just one person's list too. So if y'all have any, oh, okay, if y'all okay. can think of it, <laughs> this is not the definitive list. Like oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, these uh, are just big books that have stuck out for this whole decade. Because if if I haven't read them, they've been recommended. Yeah, this one's been recommended to you. No, the next one. Okay, Afterlife with Archie. Yeah. Yes, 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 and yes. And I think the main hurdle with this is that Frank Avia is so busy doing. So many other things, um, and and he's, I think he's on Riverdale now, or at least as a writer. No, well, no, no. He, the the no, artist, Frank is artist. Uh, oh, is written by Roberto. He does Giro. a lot of Mondo posters. He does incredible art, perfect his, for this title. His Inktober stuff was amazing. It was uh, Stephen King themed. Yeah. Uh, so he did a bunch of like the books and movies. It's great. Uh, the writer Roberto Aguera, how do you say this? Sacasa. Sacasa. He's the guy who's actually doing Archie for TV. So if you want to jump into the comics by this guy who's done the TV show, this is a perfect Real fit. Real quick on that. And he did note. Sabrina. Well, no, we got Sabrina. We got Riverdale. And now we're about to have Katie King jump on the CW. Yeah. I'm actually kind of interested to see that one. Yeah. Well, and we have uh, Nancy Drew as well, right? Which is all. But that's not. That's not. It's not connected. Connect- no, that, Nancy Drew is its own thing. That's yeah. not Riverdale. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not Archie based. Okay. Got it. No, oh, what was it? I just heard they're doing a reboot of a Kung Fu, uh, David Carradine's uh, Kung Fu with a female star for the CW. Really? Yeah. So you're going to watch sh- uh, Walk the Earth? Maybe. So what they should have done with the Kung Fu, the legend continues, uh, and as opposed to just have him kind of... Yeah, that was bad. ...kicking around. Guy uh, used kicking very loosely. <laughs> uh, next we have, this is, it looks like a, a, a plethora of comics here, but Lumberjanes... Miss Marvel, okay. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, I think. Which Miss Marvel? Oh, Miss Marvel. Okay. Miss yeah, Marvel, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Khan, yeah. So, mm-hmm. these all have a, the same kind of theme that is uh, it's young female characters that, they're just kind of kicking that's, ass. And I think that's good to have them lumped in because, that, like, especially I think Adrian, especially with his daughter, or even What's jo- that? The, these young female comic books like oh, yeah. this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you or Josh having a daughter is. I think this is it's good for having an open door for a younger generation to get into. I yeah. think uh, Lumberjanes is probably. Uh, the one I've read the most. I haven't read as much Miss Marvel. Uh, and Shelby loves Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. That's uh, Erica Henderson and Ryan North doing like that book. I you don't have access to that one. And it's just hilarious. <laughs> so if you ever wonder who's looking at their phone and doing other things during the show, it's Adrian. He was just. He might be looking at pornography, <laughs> but I'm going to say it's well, pornography. We knew it was a female voice, at least. He's watching about time. <laughs> It's always playing on his phone. <laughs> He's preparing for his minute podcast. Leave him alone. Yeah. I was preparing for Fantasy League. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The game's starting in 30 minutes. I, I oh. Our team's set. 
Good call. Good call. Adrian loves the sports ball. Yes. Where his um, priorities lie. Now, now here's <laughs> one. Here's one I have not read that I am very curious of y'all's thoughts on what? this. Uh, Kieran Gillen, Jamie McKelvey, The Wicked and the Divine. Wicked Div is great. I, mean, I love it. I think I've barely heard of it. I've only read the first two volumes, but that's only because I was waiting What's it for about? it to be over. I read the first volume, and it's really good. Um, it's, it's about it, it's a pantheon of gods that gods now they're on Earth, and instead of just like being out hidden or whatever. The way they they get their power and stuff is by being adored by the public, hmm. so they're more like like superstars, like rock stars, stars or movies. Yeah, pop stars. Hmm. Uh, so like your Twitter follower account would judge how powerful. Yeah, you are, pretty kinda. much. Uh, but then also like in the first few issues, one of them gets killed, and we're trying to find out what's going on there. Like the comedian. Yeah. Oh, that is Watchmen. So the Watchmen here. So the whole the whole thing is about. How did these gods come to be in this cycle? Because it's a cyclical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's very good. Uh, Kieran Gillen is one of my favorite writers. I think you know he did Darth Vader and mm-hmm. he's doing this. And he's are you reading Die? Uh, I'm. I read the first arc, and I'm waiting. So I'm trade waiting Die, mm-hmm. but it's very good. Uh, Jamie McKelvey's art is flawless. Yeah, Jamie McKelvey's amazing. Um, and yeah, there's there's just a, a lot of really cool things I can say about this book. It finally finished this year, wrapped up. So if you've been waiting for that, I would say you go get it. Uh, the next book I'm a fan of, I love Kelly Sudaconic, uh, Bitch Planet. You I've guys never re- heard of it. I've never read it. I yeah. love Bitch Planet. Too. Yeah, we read that for Comic Book Club actually, what, two years ago? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and it was weird because we, cause it was actually, I think it was right after Trump got elected. So we were all sitting there in just kind of this darkness and reading about Bitch Planet. And we go, shit, I didn't think this was going to be real. It's supposed to be a comic book. But uh, Kelly Sudakani does a great storytelling uh, in this post-apocalyptic world. Mm. I, I don't want to say that, but there's something wrong that the men have control of the women. Yeah, it's it's... It's an it's an interesting premise, but it's not as far fetched as we would hope it would be. Uh, but I think this one's also on a large break on hiatus. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's she's, over. She's uh, yeah, she's working on her western book. Kelly's is doing a lot <coughs> of stuff too. So yeah, I didn't, and how amazing is that? In the last ten years, uh, Matt Fraction and Kelly Sudaconic, who are married, both have yeah. books in the top ten. That's a good family to get into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. All right. uh, next book uh, Black Panther by Ta-Nehisi Coates and Brian Stillfries Brian Stillfries is perfect never even heard of it oh that that Black Panther book no no that's right, sorry that was you never a, heard of Brian Stillfries no no but I, I, I thought I was heard another title Black Panther oh. yeah yeah my bad Brian Stillfries' mm-hmm. art is Ar- I never heard the, ar- never heard the artist uh, that much I'll be straight up oh my okay. gosh I, I will send you some stuff he just it paints uh, like every every show I've been to he'll just sit there and yeah. just sketch and then suddenly paint and it just like comes together he's coming back he's coming back in November for the the comic show I'm pretty Ooh. sure is he yeah. that's yep. where I met him the first time was yeah when he was here last time yeah. yeah I think I have a video of him just sitting there doing uh, just sitting there at a con doing uh, Poison Ivy for fun yeah right. yeah. yeah Brian in, in Tennessee Coats like he was a non-comic writer that came into the comics, and I think it took a little bit for him uh, to. Sorry, just thought about something. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's about. The Save show. it for your own podcast, no, no, Kyle. No, no. Mm. no it, it's related to us. Okay. Because the next time we're supposed to be recording, it's going to be Dallas Comic Show weekend. Oh yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure that out. 
Sorry. No, let's, I, I just realized we, that we will logistic, be at the show. Yeah. Let's plan out the logistics here live with the audience. Right. Okay. Hey, guys, um, do you want to come <laughs> watch a live show? Make sure to pick up your tickets at Dallas Comic Show, which will be at the, if I'm not mistaken, Richardson Convention Center. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. You hear that, Mark? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> just give us a free table and we get all the publicity you want. Uh, <laughs> well, I d- we also reach like six people, six people a week. So, yeah. you know, and most of them are two. just family members. So yes. um, I do want to point out I, I listened to an interview with Damon Lindelof about it, it, and if everyone's not listening to the Watchmen podcast jump on that because the first episode's th- about the first three episodes that was yeah. a really good th- hour of talking and Damon Lindelof if there's a choice between listening to our podcast and that one go listen to that one <laughs> first <laughs> and then come back for us and Oz yeah uh, no uh, how do you say it Ta. Ta-Nehisi Coates. Ta-Nehisi Coates was such an I influence think, on yeah. Damon Lindelof and Watchmen uh, that you should check out that podcast just for the input that yeah. he, he gave. And mm-hmm. it, it, I think it came from his book. I don't know. Yeah, he wrote a book. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He know wrote a book and some essays and articles and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which Lindelof has read, and he just recommends them as good, like important reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the one you're talking about. Uh, yes. yes. Oh, part, of the D- part of the DC TV Podcast Network. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought it was part of No, HBO. it has to that's be. It should be then. the one that's from HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's oh, there's a million Watchmen po- podcasts. Now, yeah. Make sure you it's the HBO. But one. if you want to see the real breakdown, tune in on December 14th to Who Needs Sleep <laughs> when we break down the Watchmen after the show is finished. That's right. Who Needs Sleep dot org. <laughs> that's my plug. That's good. I like it. That was subtle. <laughs> do it again at the end. <laughs> Next we have. Uh, one of my favorite, maybe all-time favorite now. Yeah, this is this is a top ten book for me now. Mr. Miracle by Tom King and Mitch Gerard. Yeah. Good book. I've only read it. It's kind of hard to get through a little bit. It, it's got a lot of layers to it. I, okay, this is where I cannot. Hey, Dark Side is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a question. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But there's a question I have to ask you guys just because you've read it. And I don't want to. We've a already listener. talked about it ad nauseum. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, anytime he sees certain characters like Oberon or any, are they actually there, or is he like, is he mentally? We don't know. Okay, so, so I'm not wrong. So there's a chance he is mentally unstable and happens. Yeah. Okay, because well, yeah. he opens the book with we the don't suicide. Even, we don't even know if he's alive. There's if a chance it's, it's, it's all a like a Jacob's Ladder scenario. Yeah, okay. that was that, that's where it got me. Like, just I mean, it's my theory that that uh, High Father's well, dead, and and then Orion's now High Father, and he's making him a general, and he won't kill him, so he's got to kill himself. It's just like all this weird shit going on. It's my theory that. Uh, I probably need to reread it, but uh, Darkseid gave him and Orion the end of their life equation. Yeah. Okay. And this is what we're seeing. Okay. Because, I mean, I don't know. I, I want to get into it, but <laughs> yeah, we've, already done, it. we've already done yeah. it. We've already done it. That's why, that's why it's great to read because, to me, the the heart of the story is about no. two Two people that grew up. Well, I mean, the suicide part is huge, but the two people who grew up with extreme amount of abuse mm-hmm. and how you are as an adult and coping with it. Right. And then also their relationship with Bart is very important too. Like yeah. Very. Yeah. As your support system and just like being with somebody that you love. And uh, all right, next up, another one of yeah favorites, especially recent favorites. Immortal Hulk by Al Ewing and Joe Bennett. This has book a, has my interest. Like, it's weird. It's, sometimes I just don't even want to continue reading, and then they do something where I'm like, okay, I got to continue reading. Oh, I've got it on my iPad, so uh, I'm going to dig in. Soon. It's it so is. good. Like, I'm, I'm, I've read good. Volume One and Two. Volume Three just came out recently, I think, so I should be able to. Volume get it. Four is up. Oh, so yeah, so I'm behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al Ewing's coming in November, so like I said, 
He's gonna I'm, be at that show. I'm too. gonna be yeah. caught. I'm gonna be caught up just to make sure that. Um, if anybody's looking, um, I was at Multiverse the other day and Volume One. Uh, volume One has a fantastic hardcover out now. Oh wow! And I'm thinking about buying that. Is it the the head, the morphing head wraparound? I don't, I don't remember the cover. I'm I'm not but a big fan of those morphing head wraparounds. Covers. I am. They're really weird. Yeah, but the art. Joe Bennett is doing some weird shit here, <laughs> and and it's also and I don't have the colors. Not thinking about picking up that book to have Alice on it. But this is it is a it's a horror book. Like it's mm-hmm. weird. Like I never thought the Hulk in this format would work so well. Which well, leads into my recommend recommendation for this week. It also went into one of the most interesting Hulk versus Thing fights in the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then thanks for spoiling my freaking recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we all are on the same. Sorry, page. we talked about this on the previous episode too. Mm. We have one more to. We have one more to. <laughs> Sorry, Adrian. <laughs> we have one more to get through. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it, it's wild that they put this book in. Yeah, because this is very recent. Uh, it's House of X, Powers of Ten. Uh, really? Written yeah. by Jonathan Hickman. Art by R.B. Silva and Pepe Larraz. And, yeah, this, this... I mean, we've been talking about the last couple of shows. We bring it up every time. I, I'm reading all the new X-Men books. Obviously, Whatever. my protest against Marvel uh, never really worked, and I'm still buying their books. Or they heard you, and they're like, oh, we need to do something to get Clay back. Mm-hmm. That's my theory. Well, I still say you're the one who sent uh, uh, Bendis over to D.C. <laughs> <laughs> You guys have no idea how much Clay has uh, sway over the <laughs> comic book world. I, yeah, I just so, I, I put it out there and it'll happen. If you ever don't like something, oh. reach out to him. If you like something, reach out to him. Make sure it doesn't get canceled. Just because I threw a name out there, uh, it's not my recommendation, but I gotta say, Legion of Superheroes number one, pretty awesome. Really? Yeah. Did, you, have, okay. did you get your ring? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I wore it all night for Wednesday night. I went out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to fly with it. <laughs> Wee, oh, <shit>. uh, <laughs> Uh, is there is there any book you guys can think of like that you read in the past decade um, or the past few years wow. from this decade that you think may be missing on this list? The Vision. Just, I was going to say, but I'm surprised yeah. the Vision's not on there. Yeah, yeah. but I think the Tom King uh, Mr. Miracle book is better. better. I mean, <laughs> she was like, I can't just put Tom King stuff on here. Yeah. Well, I mean, she should. I mean, I, w- I mean, she could. Um, his Batman runs phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Visions, oh man, it's so good. Uh, Mr. Miracle. You know, just because I'm a fan, Jeff Lemire's Moon Knight run, you know, because it was all... Was that from... Was that from, Oh, that's 2014, really? right? Really? Jeff Uh-oh. Lemire's Moon Knight run, yeah. I agree. I've read it. It's good. Really? Because when I asked you if I should buy it, you told me no. He Uh-oh. didn't want you... Well, the thing is... Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm putting I, you... I saw it on sale at Half Price Books. Into the mic, sir. I mean, don't yell. No, I'm not. yelling. <laughs> so, yeah. His voice carries. I'm sure y'all can hear me. Um, you told me not to buy it. Yeah, because you need to start with another book. Charlie Houston's Moon Knight. The problem also is that I don't think that it wrapped up completely, so he wants to, you to avoid that heartbreak of not getting to the end of the It was story. a nice hardcover for $10, and he told me not to buy it. God damn it, Clay. You've, this is where but we you s- now put it on your top of the decade list. Yeah. Darn you, fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's... One of my characters. I don't. I just didn't think you would enjoy the take. We have books we disagree on, and I think that would be. I think you would enjoy the Charlie Houston run way more than the Lemire run. And if you enjoy the Charlie Houston, then I might recommend that one. But it's one of those that you. 
end up asking a lot of questions when you're done, and you don't like that. I, oh, I'm sorry. I know you too well, and I made oh, a good recommendation. Wow. Okay. Why don't you back up and yell in the mic some more? <laughs> no, don't. Oh, I'm not above it. Um, <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. I have a lot to. I don't want to edit that much. I like it when I just. Um, so I'm looking at some other lists. Uh, have you guys? Have has anybody read my friend Dahmer? Because that's from this decade. Yeah. Um, but I don't know enough. I started to watch the movie, but I don't think I remember the book. So that's a no. Uh, how about this one, Ultimates? Mm. That's from the. 2000s though, right? No, no, no. I mean the drill ultimates. Like, uh, after we had after oh the the Al Ewing <laughs> run. Oh, okay. Yeah, Black yeah. Panther, Captain Marvel, Blue Marvel, where, where they make Galactus a world healer instead of a world devourer. Yeah, but then the then the art went off the rails on those books. It I don't wasn't know it that, wasn't very consistent. Yeah, yeah, that it was start, the, it started off really good. I thought. Al Ewing could have made great stuff with that because when he started, he was like, "Oh, I need to fix Galactus. I'll do it in two issues," and then kept going. I was like, well, "This is awesome." We got a few well, because I, I like. Yeah, yeah, we got a few, and then yeah, we'll no, do I, it. But I'm, I'm on a Reddit about best and worst Marvel comic books for, since, like, 2010 to 19. Okay. So Let's jo- just throw some titles, and yeah. we'll do Jonathan, quick. Well, I'm going to do the art, uh, creator. Jonathan Hickman's Avengers. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Al, well, Al Ewing's Ultimates. It's hit or, yeah, Avengers is hit or miss. It's not. Bendis' Ultimate Spider-Man before Secret Wars. Yes. Uh, Immortal Hulk, which we've already talked about. Donnie Cates' Venom. I think there's better Donny Cates books out there. Uh, Guardians. Uh, so far, so far. Zdarsky's Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh wow! Because it, it does have a couple of key stories that I loved. Mm. I would put the single issues in there. I haven't read the whole run. Jim Zub's Champions. Yeah, that is a fun book. Uh, Don Slott's Superior Spider-Man. I and tried, but I I got. I know, I lost you, I know you didn't like. I it, went but through you all that. I, I like that run. Yeah. yeah. Mark Wade's Daredevil. I didn't read it. I didn't read it. This, I, this the only dare, the Daredevil run, I've, and I really enjoyed it, was Charles Soule. Yeah, I did. That's the one I'm on. This is going to get Adrian. Uh, Jeff Lemire's Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Tom King's Vision, which we've yep. already talked about. Hey now. Tom Taylor's All New Wolverine. Oh. I've heard great things, it's, and uh, Tom Taylor great. is becoming a, a guy that I will. I just would even say all of Injustice. Yeah, it's just it's so good. Donnie Cates Thanos. I I haven't read it. That was good. And Gary Duggan's Deadpool. Gary Duggan's Deadpool is pretty solid. There's He's one on there funny. that I wish that I I want to put. Bendis's uh, The Defenders. I really love that book. Has Maybe, it, I thought it was a solid story. All ten issues. Bendis did The Defenders. Yeah, the, Daredevil, the, the, Iron Fist, uh, Luke Cage. Oh, that one. Okay, I'm thinking of the Fraction Defenders. No, 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 no. no. We also have here on another thing that I'm looking at. Uh, Hip Hop Family Tree by Ed Piscar. Yeah. Yes, Have you guys read that? Yeah. It's, man, it's, 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 dense, it's dense for sure. It's dense for sure, but it is so important. It's very good. Um, yeah, there's so many things that, it, I mean. It, it, and now they have someone doing the Fantastic Four version, but not, they don't have Ed on that book. Or is it Ed on that book? No, they, it's not Ed. It's uh, Tom, Tom, Tom. Damn it, I don't, I don't remember his name. Yeah, but it's not Ed Piscar. And the, and the and now it's comic book size, which ruins it because the the grand design book was like treasury edition. They were like a lot larger because the the boxes are so small. I mean, you you could easily get like twelve boxes on a page 
in the oversized, and you don't need that in a standard yeah. size comic, is impossible to now, read. I hate to keep poking at this, but Warren Ellis's Moon Knight is already on. It's also on this. But uh, Jeff Lemire's Moon Knight was such a good. I book. like Warren Ellis. <laughs> I, like I like Warren Ellis, and but but it, it's a big action book. It, he introduces yeah. Mister Knight. That's probably the key thing. But to me, it's just it, it's a lot of quick action panels. Uh, here's the story didn't uh, stay with me as long. Another book I've been meaning to read, uh, March. It's a, it's a non-fiction book. It's on the marches on, ah, damn it. With the with the civil rights movement, it's about that, which I think it's great. It's by, uh, Top Shelf Publisher, John Lewis wrote it. Um, so it, it's one of the things that has just been on my list. But sometimes non-fiction is hard to get through. Yeah. Uh, you know what else is on here? And we read this for Comic Book Club. The Bulletproof Coffin. I didn't like it. I didn't like that much either. Yeah. But it's interesting that it made this list. Um, yeah. No, I think, I mean, I think is, if there's anything else, let us know. Oh, wow. I'm trying to think. Because uh, um, I had I had a, like a book in my head now. I've lost I, it. I feel like a lot of the things that are in my mind are like, like, they're not top tier, but they're like right there. Like they're very close. But there's a maybe a discrepancy in the art or the team. And just the nature of comic books like that. I'm gonna have to put this out there. There's a website called losercity.com, and they have the, the hundred best. Comic that's books. that's where I was looking at. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of books I've seen just by walking in a comic shop, but I've not read. Yeah, any. no, a lot of those that I just na- named. I want to. I want to almost read some of these now. I'll try. Yeah, I'll put a link on yeah. to both the article that we talked about from Polygon and this. Um, um I just want to two of the books. Or one book that we've already talked about that I really want to push if you're thinking about any of these is the Vision book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel did an incredible job on that book. You're going to get not only the 12 issues of Vision. Uh, the hardcover edition, you mean? The hardcover yeah. edition. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's got um, layouts, inking, artwork, script. It's got everything in it. It is essentially what DC puts out in their Absolute Editions, but yeah. in a nice little hardback. One other book I want to plug that I was a fan of the past 10 years was Planet of the Apes Visionaries, Rod Serling. Um, what it is is Dana Gould, uh, the comedian who's yeah. a huge, a former Simpsons uh, writer. You would know him from such hits as I, I Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> I don't know if, I wasn't enough comedy podcasts, but I know Dana Gould. Yeah, uh, he is a huge Planet of the Apes fan, and I think at one point actually owned the statue of the lawgiver. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. He wrote the original Planet of the Apes Apes script that Rod Serling wrote, the first draft. It was it wasn't finished, so he took it, finished it, put it in a comic, and it is really great. It is so far different from what the show was because it creates more of a modern day um, civilization mm-hmm. as opposed to what you see in the first Planet of the Apes. So you go into a city where there are ape men and women going to business. It looks like Mad Men, okay. but with apes. And all of a sudden, this guy lands in the middle of it. And it's a completely different story. It's a lot of fun, and the art is beautiful. Nice. So I know Kyle's got a jet. So let's go through recommendations so we can wrap up the show. Uh, Kyle, you want to start? Yep. And this. You want to take Adrian's rec? Nope. <laughs> I have my own. Adrian can still have his. He can talk about it. Um, no, it's Tom Cielli's Fantastic Four Grand Design. Yeah. That is. He's one of my favorite artists now. After that, 
Transformers and G.I. Joe, the GoBots. Is, isn't the book small, though, for the... No, it's, it's, a, it's almost like an annual size book. No, but, but he means like... the Yeah, like as opposed to the last X-Men Grand Design book, which was a lot bigger. I this never read the Grand well, X-Men the original, Grand Design. So. The original comic, when it came out, it was comic book size. Then they came up with that. No, no, no. This is, this is comic book size. This is oh, an actual, like, yeah. actual yeah. Like, comic book annual size. So but they're I, only doing two issues, and it is phenomenal. I recommend... They need the big... I recommend, if you do buy that, just read it digitally, because it's a lot of single yeah. panels. I, I want... I, I gotta have... I, the well, I mean, I'm I saying the buy the physical one that comes with a free digital. Yeah, it yeah. should come with a free digital code. And I've already stingy. got the GoBots uh, trade paper back on its way. So, <laughs> right. it, it, this is such a fun book. So it was fantastic for Grand Design. Okay, cool. Adrian, um, mine would be Fantastic Four. This is the dance lot. Yeah, run? Uh, yes, dance lots run. Uh, Fantastic Four issues twelve and thirteen. Oh my God. Um, so it is. Um, it's a self-contained story, two issues uh, arc. Uh, is this after War of the Realms? I guess right. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is after War of the Realms. But um, the thing, uh, every year he takes a couple of days and read turns him normal so him and Alicia can spend time together and go on vacation for a couple of days he only has like a 48 hour window mm -hmm. um, and as they're about to do this process Immortal Hulk shows up to beat the crap out of him and they go on a, a fight that lasts for pretty much the whole 48 hours I mean what? there's there um, hold on a second I'll show you something but yeah it, it's uh, if I had to pick two FF books for just this year, it would be Grand Design and this story right here. Yeah. Because uh, I actually stopped, so I'm not picking this up. That's, so this yeah, is I mean, it's just, it's just, just a two-issue two issue art. I read about it. Somebody, um, I believe it was. Um, oh, so you weren't picking up Fantastic Four. No, I wasn't picking up Fantastic Four, but someone had recommended it yeah. um, on one of the video things I watched weekly. Okay. And, um, yeah, so, and then, uh, but, yeah, it's just. It is a it is a brutal fight between the two of them, and then um, I'm not going to say how it ends, but it's it, here's a. But I'm the, the, Immortal Hulk like, really. I'm trying to find the. One thing I can say is this is dealing with Ben and Alicia's uh, honeymoon. Yeah, they just got married. So yeah. yeah, that's yeah, what he's doing. Yeah. They just got, and so they waited for their honeymoon for him to have this yeah, yearly period. thing that he does, and there's a panel where. Well, I guess since, you know, this isn't video, but the panel is Hulk's hitting him so hard that the rock is coming off of his body. He's getting his rocks off? Yeah, he's getting, he's getting his rocks knocked off. <laughs> Thank and, you. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Clay brings, brings the class to the podcast. Yeah, he brings, he brings it. <laughs> they take it high and I always take it low. <laughs> um, Yeah, yeah. I, I think Dan Slott is known for doing things like that. He uh, did that a couple times in Spider-Man Spider where it was just like a one or two issue thing that yeah. it has nothing to do with the whole thing that's going on, but it's just really good. Like Yeah, he likes to just get into the to the character and not the... You, you can tell how much he loves the characters that he's writing. It, well, I'm not going to say what, but there's a thing at the end of this two-story arc that you realize just almost how... How much the new Immortal Hulk has no conscience whatsoever. Really? Whoa! He is showing us a splash page that is amazing. Who's All doing right. the art in this book? Uh, 
look at her. Yeah, I'm going to have to go read this after the podcast. Yeah. But, wow. Um, Keep um, that picture out. When <laughs> after um, the show, that's so, awesome. Uh, like, he hits him so hard that the rocks are coming off of him. Um, but I had heard about it. I'm not re- picking up the Fantastic Four, but my comic book shop had a back issue sale where, you know, all back issues were like a dollar. So I picked up these two, downloaded digitally, and read it, and it's a really good story. So it's uh, Sean Isaki in on art and Marcio Menes on colors. Um, it's IS, amazing looking. Yeah. And I got to say, uh, his fan, his his read as Reed Richards looks a lot like John Krasinski. Yeah, yeah uh, it, do, it so does. I don't it know. It really, really does. Yeah. Uh, if, we so don't get, if we don't get a John Krasinski, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. I think I'll that. I'll be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, cool. Thanks, Adrian. Uh, Clay, class it up. What do you got? Um, nothing. No, yeah. that vision, that that Planet of the Apes visionary book. I'm just gonna keep plugging that because I I, I love that book. Um, I haven't been reading much just because life is in the way right now. Okay, cool. And then I'm gonna recommend uh, Daniel Warren Johnson's Murder Falcon. It's Murder a Falcon. Murder Falcon. It's an eight issue miniseries. Or yeah, I guess it's just a series. Uh, it's about Murder Falcon. Uh, he meets Jake, who's this one dude that's a musician. And Murder Falcon needs his help because he needs the power of heavy metal to save the world. That sounds awesome. And it's it's fucking great. That's, it's that's like a tenacious D plot. It's <laughs> so good. It's it's on Hoopla. Daniel Warren Johnson. It's an amazing artist. You may know him from Extremity. Um, and I think he's gonna be doing a Wonder Woman book on black on the DC Black Label soon. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's eight issues, and once I started reading, I couldn't stop. It's just really good. So, definitely recommend that. Uh, we'll tweet out Josh's recommendation uh, whenever this goes out because he's not with us right now. He's so not dead. He's not. Yeah, yeah, he's not dead. <laughs> not he's yet. Not with us right now. <laughs> we missed you, Josh. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, oh, see, well, well yo, yeah, we we'll, we will yeah. see everyone at the Dallas Comic yeah, Book see you Show. Dallas Comic Book Show. Uh, uh, what's the date? Next Saturday? Uh, no, it's two, it's weeks. two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks on twenty third and twenty fourth. Okay. Yeah. Twenty third and twenty fourth. Yeah. At the, at the Richardson Convention Center. Uh, everyone gonna be there? Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll okay. be there. We'll Darryl be there. Banks Come is gonna be there. Huh? Daryl Banks is gonna be there. I'm oh. getting my Kyle Rayner trade pairback signed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Al Ewing will be there. Look Ooh. for us there. We we might be Come hanging by. around the Who Needs Sleep. We'll uh, be at the table. Who Needs Sleep table. Maybe doing uh, a live episode. We'll give you. Yeah, we may interview you for the show. And yeah. we'll be giving out, uh, we've got stickers, and uh, come by and spin the wheel. We'll, we're giving away comics for Who Needs Sleep to raise some money. And hopefully we get to talk to Al Ewing and maybe ask him a few questions about his uh, upcoming stuff with the Marvel Cosmic, Immortal Hulk, Annihilation, all that stuff that's coming up. Marvel 1000. Marvel 1000, yeah. So, All right. All right. Thank you, guys. See you. Thanks for joining us. You can find Next Issue at uh, on Twitter at Next Issue Pod, on Twitch at Next Issue, and on Facebook at Next Issue Podcast. You can find Clay on Twitter at Clay underscore Harrison, Kyle at Kylepedia, Adrian at Adrian underscore Harry, Daniel at Echo Spider, and Josh at Cosmosis. Hail Bebo.
the, um, she and Jay just, she took him to, I, I don't know. Uh, right. Oh, well, I guess I, I better, um... Would it be very wrong if I asked you for your number? No. Just in case I ever, you know, had to call you about... Stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought this phone was old and shit, but suddenly it's my most valuable possession. You really like me? Even my frock? I love your frock. And um, my hair, it's not too brown. I love brown. <laughs> my fringe is new. The fringe is perfect. The fringe is the best fit. I see. 